A few years ago, I got the idea that I wanted my own brand for women to sell women's clothing and lingerie, but I had no idea where to get started. But then I found Shopify. <coughs> Shopify is your no excuses business partner. Sell without needing to code or design. Just bring your best ideas and Shopify will help you open up shop. One of the biggest obstacles for a first-time shop owner like me is having no e-commerce experience, but Shopify simplified everything so much that the site has become the least of my worries. From the graphic design aspect to making customer service super easy on my end, there's nothing you can't do. They give you everything you need to take control of your business, even as a beginner. Sign up now for a $1 per month trial at shopify.com slash for the girls, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash for the girls now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash for the girls. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn can be in your hands today with Earn In. Earn In is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earn In app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. I'm headed on a trip to Aruba, so I had to go on a huge shopping spree for all new summer clothes, so I know that's exactly how I would use the money I got from Earn In. So make Earn In a part of your financial routine and join Earn In's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earn In, I think about financial stability, security, it gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earn In today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earn In app, type in For The Girls under podcast when you sign up. It'll really help the show. For The Girls under podcast. Earn In is a financial technology company, not a bank. Subject to your available earnings, daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Settling is not an option for me. Everything I desire is already mine. What if you can have it all? Because every day is for the girls. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of For the Girls. I'm your host, Victoria Alario. And today, we're talking about men who are, quote, quote, too busy to talk to you aka men who just aren't that into you. And I got a lot to talk about with this one. So buckle up because I am coming in hot talking about this topic. Before we get into all of it, I need to tell you girls that I just dropped round two of For the Girls merch. And I'm so excited, so obsessed with these two new crewnecks. If you haven't seen them, they're on my Instagram. And of course, they're available for purchase. Same place where I dropped the first crewneck earlier this year. So it's colormemags.com. That's color, C-O-L-O-R, me, M-E, mags, M-A-G-S, Com. Drop 2 has a gray crew neck and a black crew neck. The gray one has for the girls written across the front like that varsity kind of font where underneath it says established 2021. And then on the back, we put such a cute little graphic. So it says the confidence hotline with 
that typical like vintage phone kind of vibe that I'm always using in my photos. So there's a little phone at the bottom with the phone cord and then it, the phone goes up to the top. You'll see it when you go look at it. So that's super cute because it's so on brand with For the Girls. And then the black one says For the Girls in stacked letters kind of up on the top left breast area I guess if I were to describe it in the front of the sweatshirt and then on the back it says in big letters everything I want wants me back and it's so epic it's just like an outlined font it's so cute I'm currently wearing the gray one right now I've been wearing them literally every single day they're in my constant hamper wash dry repeat cycle because I just can't get enough of them I'm obsessed with sweatshirts and I would say more specifically crewnecks rather than hoodies because I just find them to be more wearable they're easier to dress up and dress down I do love a hoodie but I find them to have more of a casual look sometimes I feel like I look a little bit more bummy in a hoodie and so why I'm making all of these crewnecks is because I just find them more versatile. They're super comfortable. So you could wear them at home. You could wear them with pajamas. You could wear them extremely bummy as just your most like super casual, comfortable sweatshirt. Or you could put them on with jeans. You could put them on with little ankle boots. Like you can wear them different ways and feel confident and comfortable wearing them out knowing that like I'm in comfortable clothes, but I actually look cute. So they're designed really cute. They're styled really cute. They do have an oversized fit. So it's definitely more of like that big comfy look instead of being fitted and like tight and formed to your body. So you're basically going to want to live in these, especially right now for like the fall, going into the winter. They're just so comfortable. These are your everyday sweatshirts they truly are and drop one if you girls don't know is the tan colored crew neck on the front has big ftg letters in that varsity font and then on the back says because every day is for the girls and a very small simple minimal font just directly centered in the back and I'm trying to keep them as minimal but as cute and like stylish as possible because I don't want them to be so plain that it's like why would you even get these then but I also don't want them to be so much with all different colors that they're not necessarily everyone's style you know so I feel like these are neutral enough and simple enough that they elevate your average crew neck but they stay true and to everyone's style and just simple and easy to rock them no matter what your average like a daily outfit would look like. And as far as quality goes we launched drop one back in April. And it's November now. And I would say that is by far my most worn crew neck. Like, I don't know if you girls understand. I wear sweatshirts every single day considering I work from home. Even in the summer, I always have a sweatshirt on because I keep the AC on in my apartment at all times, basically. So I have worn that sweatshirt on a regular daily basis practically all year long. And it is in perfect condition. The fabric and materials of the sweatshirt are still intact, perfectly fine. There's no like pilling on it. It, it didn't get that like worn out look. I would say it feels the exact same way that it felt when I first got it, no matter how many times I've washed it. The letters are on perfectly fine, like the adhesive or, you know, the iron-on, whatever you want to call those letters. They are completely there, not removed, not chipped at all. So the quality is top-notch. 
I don't think anyone could possibly say that they wear a graphic like sweatshirt as much as I wear these and they are just top quality. I'm truly obsessed with them and I would consider them to be at a very affordable rate for the quality that they are. I've done all my research. I've looked at all different podcasts, merch, and they all use basically the same type of sweatshirts, the type of process. It's all like iron-on, adhesive, whatever. Again, I keep calling it the wrong thing, but whatever you want to call the letters. And they all usually charge at least $75. I've definitely seen some go up to 100 That's usually more for the hoodies, but for the crewnecks, they're always like $75, $80 for the, for the crewnecks. And we've priced these a lot lower than that because for me this is not meant to be necessarily like a form of income i'm not necessarily making these to be like a side hustle i'm only making the merch because of how much i love this podcast and want the community to have matching sweatshirts like i want this to be our little community uniform <laughs> so trust me when i say this is not exactly my profitable income business venture like this is not that at all for me I just truly enjoy it and I have a lot of fun doing it and I love offering something to help build the community and really create that closeness of just having merch and everyone feel like they're more involved in something so this is just truly a lot of fun for me and then as far as mags like this is her business so this is her baby and she puts her all into everything she creates so I love working with her because she's obviously very passionate about what she does and she also just enjoys creating these with me so it's just ultimately a lot of fun and I hope that you girls love them as much as I do so head to colormemags.com all three of the crewnecks are there the one from drop one the two from drop two and I hope that you all get your hands on some merch now Back to those quote, quote, busy, busy men, like I was talking about, the ones who just truthfully are not that into you. Let's talk for a second about when you meet and start to date and the whole like texting etiquette, what that should really look like. Now, of course, I'm speaking from my opinion and my perspective and also ultimately my experience. Now, I am not saying that a man needs to be texting you all day long in those early stages especially or even in the later stages I just they don't need to necessarily text you all day if they do great brownie point golden star participation trophy if they are texting you all the time maintaining conversation fabulous but I'm not even saying that that's a requirement to be talking from morning to night and maintaining conversation all day. Everyone is a different type of communicator and a different type of texter. Not everyone enjoys texting. Some people just simply don't enjoy texting. Some guys are older. They're maybe a little bit more old school, more traditional. They prefer calling you. And obviously not everyone has all the time in the day to spend hours on the phone, okay? Everyone is different in general, different with their beliefs, different with their lifestyles, schedules, agendas, and so on and so forth. So as far as what I'm about to say and with texting, especially like I said in those earlier dating stages, this is not a one-size-fits-all type of scenario. It might look different for you the way it does for me. But here's what I will say. I know that any time I've ever really liked someone or whenever they've really liked me, I don't want to go a day without talking to him and vice versa. 
I don't think they ever did go a day without texting me if they genuinely liked me. Anyone who's ever truly liked me and was pursuing me had contacted me at some point every single day. Yes, right from when we started seeing each other. They didn't wait until we were exclusive. They didn't wait weeks or months from even the day that we met. If they were actually excited and interested in me, they made it a point to contact me at least once every single day. Whether it be even just one phone call after work to say, hey, how was your day today? I was so busy, sorry I was slammed. Or even just a quick good morning text to say, hey, good morning. Hey, hope you have a good day today. Or even a quick pop-in text during lunch or when they're in the freaking bathroom to say, hey, super busy today, not going to be around. I'm in and out of meetings, but I'll text you tonight when I'm home or I'll call you tomorrow when I'm free. Anything could be one simple good morning text or one simple good night text just to touch base and at the very least show you that they're at least thinking about you at some point during their day. I genuinely think a man who is pursuing a woman will want to at least make that form of effort at some point if he is serious about her and about pursuing something and progressing something. When you think about it, in the grand scheme of how much time there just is in a whole day from morning to night, there's no way that somebody could say they did not have any time at all to send you a 30-second text if they genuinely like you and they're genuinely excited about you. It's very important to note what I'm saying. If they genuinely like you, if they genuinely want to have something with you, I just do not personally think that they could say at all they didn't have any time throughout their entire day to contact you. Now, of course, if they don't really like you that much, sure, <laughs> they're going to be extremely busy. There is no one busier than a man who is not interested in you. So that's why I'm specifying if they really like you, they can't possibly say they did not have 30 seconds within the day. There is no way that someone could say from the minute they woke up to the minute they went to bed that they didn't check their phone at one single point if they are actively pursuing you. They never checked a text. They never sent a text. They never checked Instagram. They never got a phone call. Every single person checks their phone when they wake up, even if it's just to shut their alarm off or when they're going to bed just to turn the alarm on for the morning. Every single person has at least one meal a day, breakfast, lunch, or dinner, if not all three, or if not at least two out of those three meals, which means at least at one point in someone's day, they have 20 minutes away from their work life to just eat. So I just cannot find one single way to rationalize someone who really likes you being unable to text or call you. I wouldn't really believe it if someone said they go the entire day without contacting anyone from their personal life on a personal cell phone. I really wouldn't believe it if someone said they only use their work phone or their business phone throughout the entire day to contact only work people, only business people. Everyone's got their own phone with their own phone number and their own people in their personal life. Now, I'm giving all of this context because I want to make it really clear how silly it could sound. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. 
We all carry around the weight of different stressors in life, and no matter how big or small, when we keep them bottled up, it could start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's not just for those who've experienced major trauma. Therapy can even be there to just empower you to be the best version of yourself or to also help you practice setting and enforcing boundaries too. So if you've been thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can even switch therapists if need be at any time for no additional charge. Therapy has never been made so easy before. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash for the girls today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash for the girls. We're all girls here, so I think it's safe to say we all agree that we mostly look forward to going home every day simply so we could take our bras off. We wear bras because we have to, not because we want to. But today's sponsor, Honey Love, just might be the thing that changes that for you. Say goodbye to underwire and bulky fabrics that make you sweat. Honey Love has started a revolution of bras you actually want to wear. Their bras feature supportive bonding that eliminates the need for underwire altogether without sacrificing lift. Plus, they're made with fabric that's so soft, it'll feel like a second skin and you'll forget you're even wearing it. For a limited time, only you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com slash for the girls. Support my show and check them out at honeylove.com forward slash for the girls. I personally started wearing Honey Love over the summer and was in shock of how comfortable I felt in their bra and shapewear. I'm a huge shapewear girly, especially for special occasions like a wedding to wear under a dress. And sometimes they're just so uncomfortable, too tight. They roll down, they roll up and end up becoming more of a burden than anything else. But I felt so confident wearing Honey Love. It was a totally new experience for me. And now I swear by them. So treat yourself to the best bras on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com slash for the girls. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off. That's honeylove.com slash for the girls. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support my show and tell them I sent you. Treat yourself to Honey Love because you deserve it. I want to make it really clear how much time there is in a day, how basically every single person that I've ever met in the world utilizes their phone at some point. It just sounds very silly for someone to give you excuses in regards to their lack of effort and lack of communication. It's one thing if once in a while that happens, you know, if you know that your partner or you know that this guy you're talking to, whatever, whoever he is to you, if you know that every now and then he ends up in back to back to back meetings, his phone is not on him for hours. Yeah, that's fine. That's fair. If you don't hear from someone for 10 hours out of their busy workday, but even those people have to go to bed at night and they probably check their phone. Like, I just don't think that there's any way around it. Again, to clarify, I am not saying that they need to contact you all day long. So let that be made clear before someone starts to say, yeah, well, he's my boyfriend now. And in the beginning, I didn't hear from him all day because he was he's a teacher and from, you know, 7 a.m. to 4 p.m. He's in school and he can't be on his phone. Yeah, I get that. That's perfectly fine. 
but he also probably texted you when he got home after work. Like that, there's just no one that can tell me that it makes perfect, complete sense for someone who likes them to not text them at all for a whole entire day or for days on end. Two days, three days, you're not that busy. To me, if they're giving you those excuses, all I say to that is they are just not that into you. And on the other end, maybe things did start off good. Like I've had a lot of girls send me emails or DMs or even comments on TikTok saying, I was seeing this guy, things were great for a couple weeks, now I barely hear from him. So if from the beginning it was good, you talked a lot, you went out regularly, you hung out regularly, he seemed really interested, you got excited, you got your hopes up, but then things started to slow down or things started going backwards and now things aren't progressing between you, there's still no other way to spin it. He's just not that into you. He's changed his mind. Maybe he was excited in the beginning. Maybe he was pursuing you in the beginning. But now things have changed. So I don't think that there's a difference. I don't think it matters whether he started off slow or whether he started off fast. To me, if they're inconsistent with their communication or they lack effort and lack communication with you, that's just, it is what it is. No matter what he has going on, if a guy feels like you're exactly what he's looking for, he will be with you despite what he has going on. Whatever he has going on, you'll get through together because you'll become a team. No man has ever said, I love this girl. She's perfect for me. She's everything I want in a woman, but I'm just so busy with work. I'm just going to have to let her go. No, that's never been said. You know, as much as she is my dream woman, I just can't commit to her. Said no grown man ever to exist on earth. Listen to me loud and clear. Stop letting a man tell you he doesn't like you more than once. No, it may not have outright been him saying, I don't like you. Get away from me. You're unattractive. You're the worst. You're annoying. I can't stand you. I don't like you. It might not have been something to that extreme or to that extent. But when a man tells you, I just don't think I have time for a girlfriend right now. I don't want to lead you on. I don't want to get your hopes up. I'm so busy. I don't have time for something serious. I'm just so bad at texting. I'm so slammed with work. I have a lot going on right now. It's really bad timing because I just have so much on my plate or just mentally I'm not in a good, I'm really busy with school or I'm just really tied up dealing with family stuff. All of those things, that is him, in other words, telling you he doesn't like you enough to want to be with you or to make the space for you in his life. That is him telling you he isn't interested enough in going through life with you. So if a man is telling you those excuses, that is his way of telling you, I don't want to be with you. You're not the partner that I'm looking for right now. So stop giving men the opportunity to tell you that they don't want to be with you more than once. Stop putting yourself in that position. Stop reaching out. Stop making the effort. Stop following up. Stop checking in. Or even worse, going to the places that you'll know he'll be. Because that's just embarrassing when girls start like putting themselves in certain places to like run into him on purpose. Or 
the drunk texting, drunk calling him, drunk texting him, none of that is going to make him change his mind. And going and running into him in a bar isn't going to make him have an epiphany when he sees you either, even if he hooks up with you. Because I know some girls get that like satisfaction of like, oh, he we hooked up, you know, he came over, he slept over, he invited me to his place, we talked all night, we drank all night, we were hanging out, he didn't leave my side at the bar, you know, he got jealous when a guy was talking to me, like, yeah, all of that might happen, because you're out drinking, there's already chemistry, the vibes are high, like, that could very much happen, but chances are, you still won't hear from him the next day, because he already made that conscious decision when he was sober. So that is not to be confused with him being drunk and horny. I probably should have given a trigger warning for that H word because I hate that word. H-O-R-N-Y. I don't, I can't even believe I said it. I never say that word. I've never been the type of girl to be like, I'm horny. Like I just, I hate that fucking word. It grosses me out. It skews me out. And I can't believe that it just naturally came out of my mouth. So I couldn't even give you a trigger warning if you wanted one. I don't know if anyone else feels the same way that I feel about that word, but it just, it came out and then I was like, ugh, why the hell did I just say that? It's just such an aggressive word. It's like, ugh, it's like a lot. Like there's a lot behind that. It always makes me think of Austin Powers as well. Just that movie, I I don't know, I'm, I'm creeped out now. Sorry guys. But anyway, the other thing too that I thought about when I said about the drunk texting and whatnot, don't even think about quote quote accidentally texting him. Oh, I meant to send this to someone else. Oh my God, so embarrassing. I don't know how I sent it to you. Oh my God, that's so weird. Oh my God, that's so random. Like, no, don't make those false little hiccups trying to reach out to him. Like it's not believable and It's coming across as you just wanting to remind him that you exist. And you just simply don't need to keep giving him reminders that you exist. One of these two things are true. Either one, he remembers you, he knows you exist, and he's consciously choosing not to act on that. Or two, he forgot you exist. And I don't think I could tell right now which one is worse. Him forgetting about your existence or him remembering your existence and choosing to do nothing with it. Either way you want to spin it, it's really not looking good in your favor. So finding these ways to get in touch with him is honestly just a waste of your energy, a waste of your time, because it's not going to turn into this romanticized, delusional conversation that you think it's going to turn into. Nor does it need to turn into the conversation of you reminding him that six months ago he told you he wanted to take you out. He knows he had the chance. He didn't take it. He knows that he said he wants to take you out. He does not need a reminder. He chose and has continued to choose to not follow up on it. Okay, so don't like do the fake reaching out and then be like, wait, by the way, you told me you were going to take me to XYZ. I'm still waiting on that. I'm still waiting on that reservation. I'm still waiting to try that restaurant. Like, stop waiting. Go with your friends. Trust me, it'll be a much better time you'll have more fun it'll be way worth your while much more much better use of your energy so go with your friends and stop waiting for him okay so remember a man does not have to tell you directly I don't like you for it to be known a man does not show you or tell you he doesn't want to be with you by communicating clearly and directly that he is not interested men and women get their messages across differently 
you might think that he would outright tell you that because it's what you would do. But you're a woman. Men don't communicate that way. Men simply show you and tell you that they don't want to be with you by passing up the opportunity to pursue a relationship with you. They show you and tell you they don't want to be with you by telling you that they want to take you out and then not taking you out. His lack of action tells you everything that you need to know. So if a man knows he has the chance to be with you by simply committing to you, and he chooses not to take that chance and not to commit, he's telling you it's a no. So believe his lack of effort. Believe his lack of actions. Don't listen to the words. Don't hang on to those words. Please listen to me when I tell you there is no one busier than a man who isn't interested in you. I said it before and I'm saying it again. There is no one who has more on their plate than a man who does not want to make room for you on it. Now on For The Girls and across my TikTok and whatnot, we're constantly talking about standards. So here we're always talking about high standards. And I know a lot of you girls like the sound of these standards. You like the idea of these standards, but many don't actually implement them. And if you're single and actively dating, and you're experiencing the guys like this that I'm talking about, the inconsistent guys, the low effort guys, this is a big reason why. The biggest mistake that women make in dating is that the reason you're not getting exactly what you want is because you talk the talk, but you don't walk the walk. Confidence, knowing your value, knowing your worth, having standards, having boundaries, all of that is quiet. You don't need to talk about it. You just need to be about it. So if you're talking about what your standards are, but you don't act on them, you don't implement and require them, then they are not your standards. They're just preferences. They are not your genuine standards or requirements in dating because standards are requirements, which means if someone doesn't meet that requirement, then they're not even meeting your bare minimum standard and you won't keep experiencing this. So if you're not walking away from guys like this who constantly prove that they're not excited about dating you, then you're dating with a scarcity mindset rather than dating with high standards. You keep entertaining the guy that doesn't meet your standards because you don't want to have no options. You don't want to have an empty roster. You keep dating the guy that has clearly kept you on the back burner as he waits for someone he's actually excited about to come along and you just tell him those things. I know my worth. I know what I deserve. You tell him I have high standards. But the fact of the matter is if you did, you wouldn't be telling him that at all because you wouldn't be talking to him. You wouldn't be answering him when he randomly comes back every now and then. That inconsistency would be so attractive that you wouldn't even have his number by the time that he came back to you. You wouldn't be going out with him and agreeing to plans when he contacts you at the last minute. So if you're dating or spending any ounce of time or energy on the bare minimum guy who's inconsistent with how much he reaches out to you, then you can't be telling him you have high standards because in that same breath of having that conversation at all, you're proving to him that you don't. You're proving to him that actually you accept the bare minimum if not less than the bare minimum so don't entertain that guy who goes missing for three days at a time you don't hear from him at all till friday night rolls around and then at 8 p.m he's asking hey what are you doing tonight stop answering that don't tell him well my plans are you need to book 
a reservation with me a week in advance. You need to make the plans. You need to wine and dine me. Don't ask where I want to go because you need to decide. No. Stop explaining why. Stop explaining why it's a no. Just tell him no. Don't tell him this is the type of girl that I am. This is the type of girl that you have to treat me like. No, just show him. Don't tell him this is what I require. Show him. Establish boundaries and just say no. No is a full sentence. No means no. You don't have to say no because this isn't up to my standards or no because I haven't heard from you in three days. Just say no and don't accept it again or ever until it actually matches what you want. If it can't match your energy, it doesn't get your energy. If he can't match your energy, don't give him your energy. And let it also be known, I wanna just put this out there in this topic, that I think it means nothing if a man is ignoring your texts or barely reaching out to you, but also at the same time is viewing your Instagram story. Girls always ask this. I haven't heard from him, but he watches my story every day. What does it mean? It means he's using Instagram the same way everybody else does. I watch everyone's story I follow, even if my eyes don't actually see it. Like sometimes I'm just doing my laundry. Sometimes I just open one person's story and then I start putting clothes in the washer or the dryer or I do something else. And by the time that I go back to my phone and check my phone again, it went through 15 people's stories and I didn't even see any of it. Half the time I click on a story and it says that it was posted just now. Or it'll say it was posted three seconds ago. And I'm like, oh great. I'm the first person viewing this random person's story. And it means nothing on my end. Like I would hope that they aren't sitting there thinking, why is she the first person to view my story? I don't know when they posted it. I don't know if I'm the first one or the last one here. Like I said, I'm doing my laundry. I'm doing things. I'm probably sitting on the toilet for all I care. And I'm just scrolling. And to be honest with you, I genuinely don't even think guys think that way. Like how girls always ask, what does it mean? I don't think he's trying to send a subliminal message by watching your story. I don't think men are nearly as cryptic as women are. Women are more of like the mind game type. Men don't think that much at all. That honestly might sound mean, but I'm sorry. They just don't think as much as we think. Our brains are always going. We are very complex and men are simple. Men do not think as complex as we do. So if he's ignoring your text, point blank, he's not interested, period. So if he's watching your story in the meantime, while ignoring your text or while not reaching out to you, it doesn't mean he's sitting there hoping that you catch some drift, you catch his message. He's not sitting there hoping that you see his name and text him again. If he wanted to talk to you, he would just answer your text. (laughs) He would just reach out to you. So I truly don't think that the watching your story thing means anything at all. I think girls put these messages out there. Girls will post the lyrics on their story. Girls will repost the quote on their story and hope that he picks up on it. But chances are he doesn't. Like I said, they are not thinking that much. Honestly, they're not. So the bad news is he's not your man. Okay, the bad news is he's just not that interested. The bad news is he's probably never going to be your man. But the good news is someone better will be your man. Someone better is coming along. Something better is coming along. Someone who's excited about you. Someone who doesn't make you confused. Someone who doesn't 
ghost you or ignore you for three three days at a time. Someone who doesn't constantly give you excuses. Someone who isn't going to just push you out of their life the second that work gets busy. Someone is coming to you that's going to want you to do life with them. They're going to want to be a part of your life and want you to be a part of theirs. When shit gets hard and things get tough and stuff is going on with family drama and problems and whatnot, they're going to call you and they're going to want to talk to you about it. They're going to vent to you. They're going to come to you, rely on you. You're going to be their safe space. You're going to be their person. They're not going to make you feel like they can't have the time or the room or the space for you because they have something going on in life. No, you're going to be the person that they turn to when they have that thing going on in life. So get excited because that's great news. The bad news really isn't bad news at all because who wants to be with someone who doesn't like them anyway? So considering someone's coming your way, that's not only going to like you, but they're going to love you and accept you and want you and desire you. That's amazing news. Now let's end this episode with a bang. We have a Dear Victoria submission that I'm going to go through and give some advice. Dear Victoria, I'm a single mom who recently started getting back into the dating world. I stayed single for about two years and during that time I did a lot of inner work, went to therapy, listened to your podcast and it's all helped me change my mindset and improved the quality of my life. I started to view myself as much more worthy than I did before with much higher standards as well. I met my current boyfriend and we had an instant connection from the first date. We've been dating for about a month now. So that's very new, just putting that out there. And there are some things that I started noticing that have me second guessing the relationship and where we stand. He had recently gotten out of a seven year relationship a few months before we met. He went into some detail explaining how toxic the relationship was and that he felt as like they were more roommates by the time things ended. I told him at that moment that if he wanted to stay friends, I would be perfectly fine with it because I know from experience that coming out of a long-term relationship like that takes a lot of healing and inner work. And he denied that. He denied having feelings for her. He said he really likes me and wants to move forward with what we have going on. I had a strong gut feeling that it would be a mistake, but because of the happiness he brought me, I decided to look past it. Since then, he's taken me on a trip, has continued to show me that he cares about me, buys me flowers, plans dates, constantly calling and texting, etc. One day, when we hung out together, I noticed that someone was blowing up his phone, calling and texting her, and later found out it was his ex, and he told me that they still texted every now and then, but it was only as friends. He reassured me that he would tell her that he was in a new relationship and that he would cut all communication. When I asked him later that week if he had that conversation with her, he told me that he did, but failed to mention that he was in an actual relationship. He apologized to me for not telling her that he had a girlfriend and reiterated that he would mention it, but that he would rather not speak to her at all. There was still some part of me, there is still some part of me that wonders if I should truly be all in or keep my guard up because I know from experience that men especially have a hard time letting go of their exes. I have a three-year-old son in the picture and I just don't want to waste my time being with someone who isn't all in on me. (sighs) Okay, this, this one like triggers me, I feel like, because to me, it's all about not necessarily that he lied but it's like the omission of the truth I don't know something really bothers me about him saying that he would do something and then him not doing it like oh yeah I'll tell her that I have a girlfriend I'll have that conversation with her and then it's like well I did talk to her but I didn't necessarily tell her that like I don't know that right there really hits me like hard like I don't appreciate or like that at all and that would make me personally have like antennas up like I don't know if I'd have my full guard up 
but it would at least have me on high alert and it would have me cautious moving forward. To me, that whole thing is like, be a man. Where are your balls? Like, have some guts. Where is your integrity? Own it. Tell her straight up, you gotta stop calling me. You gotta stop texting me. I don't want to have to block you, but I have a girlfriend. And out of respect for my current relationship, I can't have my ex calling and texting me. So I don't know. For me, I personally operate at such a direct way because I think integrity and honesty is everything. I think it helps life in general. I think lying or omission or just lack of I don't know what it is the guts to just tell people the truth because it might hurt them is when things start to get blurry it's when things start to get a little alarming in my opinion I think what's important is to be loved publicly as much as you're loved privately and for someone to maintain that energy and keep that energy that they have with you in private externally as well not to say that they need to like post you all over the place and brag about you all over the place and make all your information and business known I'm not saying that at all but certainly not to hide the fact that he has this relationship where like you said he's taking you on trips he's getting you flowers he's treating you like a princess he plans the dates he's calling you he's texting you he's always showing you that he cares about you but can you keep that same energy when it comes to telling the truth to your ex why do you have that soft spot for her where you feel like as much as I care about this person I can't possibly own it and admit to it publicly so I'm all about If you can treat me this way in private, I want to know that you wouldn't waver if I required that reassurance from you in public, if I wanted that validation from you on the outside as well. I don't necessarily know or think that he's not all in with you. It seems like he wants to be. I don't think he'd be wasting his time doing all of this stuff with you when he probably could just get back with her. If she's blowing up his phone, calling and texting, then he probably could turn around and tell her he wants her back. I don't know of any ex-girlfriend that blows up a guy's phone because he's her friend. Like, I'm certain that she has a little bit more of a friendship in mind there. So if he wanted her, he probably could have her. So I, I wouldn't necessarily feel threatened or be threatened that he's not all in with you because there's something still there with her. I think what it comes down to is just that level of comfort that he had from being with her for so long where like you said, you know from experience that men have a hard time letting go of exes. I think that what it really is is that women are much faster to like block a guy, cut him off, like make him lose his access to her forever. They'll implement those boundaries. They'll set those boundaries. If a girl gets hurt, they'll want to find somebody new. They'll be like, fuck this guy. There's someone better. Like, I, I think girls are easier to let go of guys than guys are to girls because I think when a man moves on and is like, say, getting married and moving on with his life, she never reaches back out to him. Yet I hear all the time about men reaching out to their exes from years ago 
It's happened to me. It's happened to my friends. I mean, they could be completely in a different place in life and their ex from six, five, six years ago will be like, hey, like, I'm just thinking about you. You're always on my mind. Like, hey, you know, if you're in town, whatever. Like, what the actual fuck? Like, I, I forgot about you. I think a lot of men get really attached to comfort. So I would attribute that behavior more to just his natural instinct than his actual desire to be with her. So you have two choices here. Do you make it your job or your mission to work through that with him or do you let it go? Because you could say, well, listen, I'm not going to fault you for it. I'm not, it's not a, a red flag to me that you have an ex for seven years. I can't help that. But what's a red flag to me is that your natural instinct is to not stick up for me and our relationship in the face of her. Like you will let her call you and text you, which ultimately hurts me more than you would hurt her to defend me. Like you sh you have to be more willing to hurt her feelings than you are willing to hurt mine because that's not going to work. If you would rather me feel uncomfortable or me have my guard up or me feel like I am not in a stable, secure relationship, then I can't be in this. So you have to, you know, work through completely removing her out of your life altogether, eliminating that comfort, eliminating that friendship and be willing to hurt her feelings in order to make me feel like this is a safe and secure and legit relationship that I can depend on and go all in on. Otherwise, it's a no. Like, that's just going to be it. It's a no. So, I mean, you could decide which way you want to go. You could say either, no, I'm not willing to deal with this at all. I'm not willing to ha be with someone who omitted that truth to her. Like, that could be your big red flag in itself. What he's already done and you could be out of it from that case. Or you could say, listen, that's his natural instinct, whatever it is what it is. But moving forward, this is what I require from you. So are you willing to do that? Or are you just like, no, I got to walk away. I think a man in a committed relationship should be willing to hurt any girl's feelings for his partner. Anyone. I don't care if she was his ex-wife. I don't care who she is to him if you are his partner that he is committed to devoted to then there should be no doubt no hesitation that that's something he would be willing to do he has to be willing to hurt another woman's feelings to protect yours end of discussion there's no way around it because him not protecting your feelings ultimately hurts your feelings and that right there is not a devoted man. That is not a committed man. That is a confused man or that is a man who isn't really much of a man at all. He has no balls or integrity, no guts like I was talking about before. So a true devoted man is going to have that integrity and will protect you over anyone else every time. And that is that on that. That's all we got for today. So if you girls want to email me with your own Dear Victoria submissions and situations that you need advice on, please email me at victoria.forthegirlspodcast at gmail.com. Please be sure to leave reviews 
on Spotify, you can put five stars and you can answer the little question box on each episode. It'll ask you what you think about the episode. So you can leave little reviews there. On the Apple Podcast app, you can leave five stars as well as just one written out general review for my show in its entirety. It's at the bottom of the profile. It's not per episode. So please leave some reviews. Be sure to check out the merch. Drop number two on colormemags.com. And also, if you are not already following For The Girls Podcast on Instagram, please give it a follow because it is currently banned from Instagram. I totally forgot about that. I'll talk about it a little more next week, what's going on. But For The Girls is banned on IG and you cannot find it through the Explore page, through anything. So if you go on my personal Instagram, Victoria.Alario, you'll see it in the bio. For The Girls podcast is linked in the bio. I don't think it'll come up if you search it in the search bar on Instagram typed out. So I do think that you have to physically click on it from my own Instagram in order to find it and follow it. But yeah, I am going through it with Instagram right now. So leave some reviews on the apps, follow me on Instagram, engage with the post, help me get unbanned because I absolutely need it. And I will talk with you girls next week. Until next time, girls. Hey, I'm Charlene Joint, and you may remember me from season 18 of The Bachelor, and this is my husband, Andy. Hello. Together, we host Dear Shandy, a relationship podcast where we answer all your burning relationship questions and satisfy your guilty pleasure, aka bachelor needs. Not only do we provide the best bachelor recaps in all the land. So we're told. But we even bring on your favorite couples from Bachelor Nation for live double dates. Subscribe to Dear Shandy. We guarantee belly laughs, razor sharp advice, and to never take ourselves too seriously. 